take a short break just to let you know about becoming a breakout bestie. So we've launched a brand new subscription service for the small businesses that need us in your pocket. So why do you need to become a breakout bestie? Well, it's just a monthly subscription that gives you access to us when you need us. There's a closed group where you can ask us any question you need. There's also an anonymous posting on. So if you've got clients in the same group, you can ask us anything and we'll get back to you. Sometimes that'll be a quick answer. Other times it might be that we need a bit more of an in-depth chat. There'll also be uh, posts and information on the latest trends, the latest strategies for social media, upcoming things from HMRC that you may have missed, just anything you need to make your life easier to run your business. You'll also have access to our client base and money off discounts and vouchers for various services we've got coming out. This is brand new, it's only just been launched, so have a look, go on our website under besties and sign up soon. How many times have you gone to the Golden Arches and they've stuffed up your order? You don't berate them on social media or berate them to your friends. It's just like, oh, they've done it again and you still go back again. However, if you use a local restaurant, I bet you'll tell a lot more people about it and you'll vow never to darken their door again. Hi and welcome to Business Rainbows and Unicorns, where there's no such thing as failure if you don't try. This podcast is specifically for business owners or wannabe business owners. Say you've got a side hustle or you've got a passion for something and you think it'd be absolutely amazing or you see people that do amazing things with their passions and what they enjoy doing. Well, you can do that. So please subscribe and we hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Welcome to Breakout Business Rainbows and Unicorns, where there's no such thing as failure if you don't try. This episode, we're just going to be talking about shopping small businesses and supporting small businesses. You'll have all have seen the posts and the memes about every pound spent in a local business is another million in the local community. The ones where business owners will do a happy dance and just the general importance of why you want to support and shop small businesses. The problem being people aren't as much so if you're it comes down to convenience at the end of the day so you have a lot of people that will shop tesco's amazon all the big companies because it's easier and that's the habits we've been formed we've been moved into going to one of the big four supermarkets because it's easier because you can get everything there and our habits evolved over time to do that now, if habits can go the other way in terms of going to the local greengrocer, going to the local butcher, going to the local baker, I don't think we need candlestick makers anymore, but I think you get the drift of supporting local and more independence. Now, it's hard for customers. Um, elephant in the room, it will come to price. That's what people and a lot of people will um, buy on. And for some items, yes, there is the price should be the first reason you buy. However, it's then looking at that outside of that. Well, what else do you get? What do you get for that price? Um, you could say you buy cheap, buy twice, um, which is a common issue in some of the things you buy, particularly if you're buying off Amazon, you're buying an own brand product, you get it. It's not UK made. It's not 
well, almost not fit for purpose in some ways. It either needs fixing. No one fixes stuff these days. So it goes, there's no warranty. So you just have to buy another one. So again, is it cheaper depending on what, if you're looking at quality of side of things. On the other side of it, it's the customer service and the aftercare. So you have ordered something online. What's your aftercare service? However, if you've walked into a local shop and purchased something, you go back to that local shop and they will give you that customer service and aftercare. Because ultimately, nine times out of ten, if someone started a small business, they have done it because they love what they do and they're an expert in it. And if they're an expert in it, they will have that knowledge, passion and understanding to be able to look after you. It's same as going, if you... Um, look at some of the big companies let's say british gas for example i know that you can use british gas for your boiler service as well as obviously your gas and electric bills you can sign up to um, a monthly um, fee to look after your boiler however when it comes to replace the boiler their quotes are normally 40 to 60 percent higher than if you use someone local from experience you then if that goes wrong and you need to call someone out you'll call in a call center who's then calling the um the service guys on the ground and then you've got that lag in wait to who when they're going to come out and fix whatever the issue is if you're dealing with a local company around the corner you're talking to the person directly nine times out of ten so if you've got a problem with that so you've got no hot water or heating in the middle of December normally the week before Christmas then they're going to have more compassion and understanding and they know how far they are from you because they're going to be a local person same with buying from a shop in town they don't want to harm their reputation so they're going to give better customer service than if you're using a bigger online firm same goes for uh, chains and food chains. How many times have you gone to the Golden Arches and they've stuffed up your order? You don't berate them on social media or berate them to your friends. It's just like, oh, they've done it again. And you still go back again. However, if you use a local restaurant, pub or food company, then ultimately they are going to look after you better. But if they don't, I bet you'll tell a lot more people about it and you'll explain to a lot more people that there's an issue and you'll vow never to darken their door again. So why is that? Why do people look at it that way? Because if we don't support the chains and we're not supporting locals, don't support the independents and we're not supporting local small companies, we're going to lose that choice. You're only going to have chains on the high street you're not going to have all these lovely independents and different choices which have got higher quality products, better customer service and can even go to the point that they might be able to do you something more bespoke. So you're going to ultimately end up with the same products, the same conversations and the same choice, be it for food, a service or products. On the flip side, for a small business... What customers do you want to have? Do You don't want, if you're a small independent business, you don't want a customer who is solely going to buy on price. Ultimately, you've already lost them. They don't want that customer service. They don't want that quality of product. They just want to buy it and they want it on their doorstep tomorrow morning. If they do, you've lost them. They're not your client. They're not wanting everything that a small business can provide. 
However, I bet they'll be the first to complain when all the small businesses go and they've not got the choice because they just like to know they're there. But with not every client being a possibility before, every opportunity isn't a good opportunity. If you've got an offer on the table and someone wants to buy your goods at a very, very small margin or even below cost price, is that a good opportunity for you? What's the value in selling to someone in that way? What are you going to get out of it? Are you going to get marketing or PR? Is there anything additional to that? Because you can say no to things. You don't have to say yes to every single client, every single customer. Because it might not benefit your business. You might be a people pleaser. You might have imposter syndrome. You might be overwhelmed and you might be struggling as a business. But you have to know when to say no and walk away from a deal or an offer that's on the table. We've recently had the news locally that a couple of really, really good and popular businesses are closing. It's come down to the cost of living and it's come down to a price point in a couple of cases. However, they are walking away on a high. They are stopping or adapting their business when the going is good rather than waiting for something to to really, or them to really, really suffer as a business they've decided to draw a line in the sand now. And they're the kind of companies that you would think they are absolutely thriving, which is why it's important on the customer side of things that you do want to support as much as possible. They say, if you look after the pennies, the pounds will look after themselves. And it's absolutely true. A lot of small businesses will, I think the going is most businesses will fail in the first two two years of trading so if you get past five years you're doing really really well you're kind of the staple on the high street or the staple online or the staple in your area however it's not easy and it's not straightforward you want to make sure you're marketing your business enough you've got processes in place that you're not wasting your time that you're looking after every single pound or every single client that comes into your business You will know once you've started the business and worked long enough which customer is more of a drain than more value for you. You will also know, understand what a good business process is, when you can walk away from something, when you can decide that they're a really good client to work with. Simple processes in terms of if you're talking about marketing, bookkeeping, admin, those behind the scenes things are really important to know what you're investing in. If you take bookkeeping, for example, if you're self-employed, you can do it yourself. All bookkeeping and self-employment and self-assessments are geared up so you can do that whole process yourself. However, it's a case of how long does that take you? How much brain power does that take you? Do you need to take a day off your normal business a week just to keep up with your bookkeeping? If that's a yes, I very much doubt a bookkeeper would charge you a day rate once a week to do your bookkeeping for you. Or it might not be that you get someone else to do it, that you put a accounting software package like QuickBooks in place. Again, there's things from using that software, if set up and used correctly, you will be able to automate a lot of things, automate the chasing, um, file off reports so then you can easily look at what your business and how business your business is doing so then that takes that process and brain power and manual working away from you it also helps you make your business decisions easier because you can see from a front dashboard how everything's doing 
yes, it's great if you can um, look at your bank account and you've got money in your account. However, that might be going out tomorrow, so your cash flow might not be doing as well. It's all of those little things that you need to know as a business, what works for your business as a small business, because you can't afford at the moment to have 10 staff. And if you can't afford to have 10 staff, is it software or is it you have to do it yourself until you can get to the point where you can outsource it? On the other side of things, with regards to marketing, have you marketed your business enough? We've had a few recent posts on social media where people are like, I never knew that business was there. Now, until that customer potentially needs you, they might not ever know that you're there. So it's up to you to be where your ideal customer needs to be and be in their face so they know where to look, where to find you, so you're right in front of them for when they need you most. And if they need you, then brilliant, but you want them to choose you. How do you stand out from the crowd? Why would they choose you above a very similar or a business that in effect does exactly the same thing? Which goes back to finding your ideal client and your ideal people. If you're finding that person and they know and you're a really good fit, it's a win-win for all. If not, then that's okay. If they're going to be a difficult customer, you might not want them. And that's where, again, it's okay to say no and not take that customer on or not want that customer. But if they are a good fit and you can get that point of doing a really good service for them, then you work on the word of mouth. So that's your marketing gold, ultimately, is so you've got that word of mouth. The minute someone says, I need this, you are recommended straight away. And this is where Breakout can help you. This is what we're here for. Yes, we help with life admin as well, but we do a lot of business admin. But we are honest and open and trustworthy in the fact that we will tell you what you need and be honest whether you need it or not. Like, we can help you with your social media, but it might be that we train you and help you a little bit with the social media rather than doing it all for you. If we know that's not in your business's best interests, we will tell you... If we know we couldn't do the best job for you, we would recommend someone else. So it's going through and working with us and we will work with all local businesses and we shop and promote all independent businesses. So we're all supporting each other because ultimately, if we can all support each other we can, and change one person's habits and shopping habits, then we're on to a winner. It then ultimately gives the business owners doing a happy dance and still more choice on the high street and more choice for customers. So thanks for listening. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and like and recommend us to a friend. And if you have a small business and have any questions at all or you're stuck on something, please get in touch. Sometimes it's just a simple question that we can simply answer. Other times it might be worth us meeting up for a coffee and going through some bits, whether it's virtually or in person. Thanks for listening to this episode. We really hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please share with a friend who you think needs a bit of help with starting a business or even their small business, which they've already got going. Please like and subscribe to our podcast, which always helps a small business or small podcast like us. And check the show notes. We all have everything in there relating to the episode, which you might need, might want to read, and links to anyone we've interviewed and certain subjects we've spoken about. And thanks for listening.